sports, 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 a show around sports, sports culture and culture. Coming to you from Park Place Arts in Anderson, Indiana. With me tonight, my co-host, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. Good evening. And the question mark, the man who cares nothing about sports, Rowdy. Hello. And in the middle of the period, my name is Snoop. Gentlemen, episode 48. How are we? Having a little deja vu. Yeah, feel like we've done this before. Feel like we have done this before. I feel like we stayed up till like four in the morning. Doing Episode forty-eight B yeah. is what it should be called. <laughs> At least. So, hey, Reed, so what happened? Reed, why are we here? Reed, why don't you tell us? Well, what happened? I went home. I was bouncing the tracks, mastering them, whatever you want to call it. You know, getting ready to upload them. And, and the audio drops. And. Yeah. Making sure the Casper mattress uh, right, you know, uh, get, ad was perfect. Getting all the plugins going, the advertisements correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and what happened? All of a sudden, we had two episode 47s. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So, and, and how many 48s did we have? Zero. So you, you lost it. I lost it. So episode two and episode 48A are in the ether somewhere. <laughs> yep. But I will say, I was texting back and forth with uh, Nate from Radio Cure. Yeah. And I'm Ex- gonna expert audio. I'm gonna expose Nate for his confession just because it will make me feel better. Uh, he, we were. Te- I was like, dude, I don't know what I did. It's gone. And he goes, Yeah, man, it, it takes well sometimes. One time we did the whole episode and I didn't hit record. Oh <laughs> and I was like, Okay, did you record? Are you yeah, we're we're right, rolling. Okay. We're we're counting off. Well, you know what? I think. But forty. He also said this, that forty six and two is a Hall of Fame record. That that is true. That is true. So we're doing very well. What were you gonna say, Rowdy? You know, I just I think we're gonna I think we're gonna sometimes I know this from my work experience um, in the professional world. You have like I do you know graphic design work, and sometimes you will lose a file or your program will crash. You'll lose work. And then you go back and you make it even better. And I think we're going to do that Man, tonight. Man, what that are we going to do? brings a tear to my eye. Yeah. What are we? <laughs> we're going to make it better. Right, tight, and out of sight. What is it? Light. <laughs> light, tight. Tight. And we're going to feel all right. <laughs> but out yeah, of we're sight. We're sending love and light. Yeah. Love yeah. and light to the well, universe. Well, Rowdy, how about some sports again? All right. How about, about it? it? Uh, we just want to do the same headlines as we've already done? I think so. Why well, not? Well, I mean, one of them is new because if we got one of them right then that would be weird okay yeah. well, <laughs> that's true yeah. then we need to start playing yeah. a lotto yeah. all right let's quickly that's a different yeah. podcast that's lady cleo's <laughs> podcast all right jamaica me crazy <laughs> so we'll start with um demarco murray and darrell revis retiring they retired again yeah still retired yep. you guys have any opinions on this well, like, like I said before, mm-hmm. the uh, America's team, the Dallas Cowboys, just used up to Marco Murray. What do you have his rookie year, Snoop? Over Almost 500 carries? Uh, or th- maybe it wasn't year. his rookie year, but it was his best year at Dallas. His best year, 2014, he had 392 carries for 1,845 yards. And then receptions. 13 touchdowns, and he had another 64 receptions. So he touched the ball uh, 450 times. That's too many. Yeah, that's a that's a lot of touches. That's a lot of tackles. And yeah, I, I was gonna say with a running back, you get tackled almost every play. Yeah. So yards from scrimmage, he had uh, almost twenty three hundred yards from scrimmage that year. Unreal. Yeah. They just used him up. So, yeah. I mean, but he had a decent career, and I think the average for running backs is what three and a half, three and a half, three and a half years, uh, years or yeah. three and a half years. Uh, so 
Yeah. And he, he wasn't terrible last year, 184 carries, 659 yards. But For Tennessee. Man, that 2014 season. Cooked him. Yeah. He would never really came and back after that. He was more injury prone after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Darrell Revis, the island has sunk. Revis Island is well. No, no climate longer. change. Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, rising, rising, rising tide, rising lifts tides, all boats and sinks roll islands. tide. Yes, yeah. I mean, we got we got ice melting. Yeah. We got this is what happened. Land going underwater. So what do you think, Murray, uh, Hall of Famer? No, Revis Hall of Famer. Uh, yes, but only. I mean, Revis's numbers were good there for a while. But he got a lot of cups of coffee. He went to a lot of different teams, which doesn't necessarily mean a lot because you got to no. think of Randy Moss, Terrell Owens, people like that. Well, but I think his branding Charles was... Charles Woodson. Charles Woodson. But I think his branding was exceptional. Yeah. He made a lot of money that wasn't necessarily linked relatively to his production in the last four or five years of his career. Seven-time Pro Bowler, first-team All-Pro four times... First team all Big East. Hey, look at that. He went to Pittsburgh. I was going to say, wasn't he a Pitt? Yeah. yeah. Pitt. He, was, he was a Panther. A Panther. There it is. Yeah. yeah. Put Pitt in. That's all I got to say about Pitt. Uh, but he, he kind of started this long holdout, too. Yes. He's the, he did a lot of the uh, bet on himself for a year contract and then and then sign a big one so he he kind of started that and he, i mean he was one of the main 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 guys as far as a defensive back of getting high double digit if hmm. not tw- in the 20s single year two-year contracts mm-hmm. yeah it was crazy yeah. i remember the hard knocks the hbo show when he held out on the jets and I mean, I think they ended up paying him over twenty million dollars. Yep. He, once he held, he held out there, and then he went signed with the Bucks. For Tampa, a, yeah. A big contract there, um, and then signed again with another one-year contract with the Patriots, and then got a big contract with the Jets after that. I'd hold him out of the Hall of in Fame. Twenty fifteen. So this was uh, seven years into eight years into his con into his career. Signed a five-year, $70 million contract with $39 million guaranteed. I'd hold him out just for signing with the Pats. You would. Is that how that works? Yeah. I mean, that's how the voters think, you're, right? You're a bitter cuss, that's for sure. Well, I, I'm principled. <laughs> yeah, you have a principle. Don't cross me. <laughs> Don't cross me. Didn't think you'd be that vindictive. Nope, I sure didn't. But, you know. Rob, you got anything to say about these players? No. They play football. Sounds good. I All wish right. them well. Have fun on your fishing boats, guys. Uh, <laughs> I guess that's what you do when you retire from the NFL. Fish. I would, wouldn't you? Sure. But I'd fish in rivers. I wouldn't do this whole. I'd be all about that deep, salt life. Would you do that deep sea action? Oh yeah, salt life. Man. I saw a like a Grateful Dead looking sticker today when I went to pick up the uh, banquet beers, Rocky Mountain Fresh, mm-hmm. Coors Original, couple khakis, Golden Colorado. Yeah. Uh, I saw a sticker on a Jeep that said uh, Saltwater Hippie. What do you think that means? They're like a surfer? Saltwater Hippie, isn't that just like a pirate? Well, do hippies steal? Well, all the hippies yeah, I've okay, known yeah. are pretty much stolen. Yeah. 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 They do what they got to do to survive. I mean, what I mean, is, there are hippies out here on the White River that they're sitting on the bank and you go by, they're like, hey, you got an extra sandwich? And you're thinking... The hell! I don't even have one sandwich. <laughs> Let alone multiple sandwiches. Yeah. So I, I've I never want to share with I, you. I've never disliked the hippie ideas or mind frame or lifestyle, but they don't really have hippies. Don't have boundaries. Well, here's that's my biggest here's problem. Here's my with question: 
How they desperate, don't understand personal property. No. How desperate do you have to? In my experience, <laughs> sit on the White River and, and look well, for a sandwich. In my experience, <laughs> in my experience, packing sandwiches right. for canoe and kayak trips, you end up with a warm, uh-huh. possibly <laughs> waterlogged sandwich. Yeah. yeah. You got to keep your you got to keep your holes tight. Yeah. I feel like if someone is that <laughs> desperate that they're asking for something like that, you should give it to them. You should pack sandwiches for these poor hippies. The you key know? to it all. If you're looking for a key that fits, the key to it all is having a really tight. Uh, what do you what would you what do you call those things in kayaks? Uh, my kayak doesn't have any. You on your kayak, bag? no, the little ziplock, the little port things that oh, you put yeah, stuff yeah. in. What are those called? I don't know. Those water hole, t- yeah, hole port hole hole holes. <laughs> I don't think that's probably it, but yeah, I don't know what those are called. Those watertight. Uh, yeah, it's like compartments. Your yeah, watertight compartment on your yeah. boat. Yeah. So you got a leaky boat, Ralph. Well, you sound like you got a bologna sandwich that's soggy. You got a leaky boat. What's that saying? Teach him, give a man a fish, he'll eat for a day. If you teach, teach a man it, to fish, he eats for a lifetime. I think it's put a hippie on the on the beach and he'll ask a kayaker for a sandwich. Yeah, it blows my mind. I, I don't, think that's the saying. I don't understand. Yeah. I mean, if they're asking for a J or they're asking for a beer or something, that would make a lot more sense <laughs> yeah. than asking for hey a man, sandwich. Hey, man, you got any, like, real good tunes in yeah. there? No. Hey, no. man, you got a sandwich? I'm thinking, you're a vegan, dude. I ain't got nothing for you. <laughs> I have nothing for you. <laughs> this mayo has yeah. egg in it. <laughs> yeah. I got all kinds of meat up in here, dude. Yeah. Get out of here. I got beef sticks. Yeah. 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 I got some jerky. <laughs> that just blew my mind. <laughs> that was a great headline. All right, next headline. Hippie asked for sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. Headline? We yeah. should have hippies a whole show about hippies the and their uncouth ways yeah. and their inability to Hippies. Why no boundaries? Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the great beyond. Boundless hippies. <laughs> next headline. Tony Soprano, former Miami Dolphin, died <laughs> unexpectedly. Tony Soprano. Tony Soprano. Dude, yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. Tony's gone too soon. What happened? Roll the roll the Michael Jackson song. He was fifty six. He had a heart attack. He went Hmm. in. He didn't let the hate out of his heart. Sounds like to me. Former Miami head coach for four years. I'm guessing he had some kind of congenital congenital disease Hmm. because he always wore sunglasses even inside. He did. He did did have an eye issue and i think hmm. it had to do with fireworks i think you looked enough to a fire i'm not even lying i think it had something to do with fire wow if i remember correctly you can't fireworks? look at fireworks the kind of fire like magnesium like a magnesium uh, fire you can't look at that i mean i've heard of like welders getting spots in their eyes because they don't wear hoods and stuff like that but a firecracker uh an accident he suffered while working in a fast food restaurant at age 17 that damaged his eyesight and made his sunglasses medically necessary wow. so how many taco bells did he die owning <laughs> <laughs> no, so many. <laughs> he was, his claim to fame was he took the, I think it was 1 in 15 uh, Miami Dolphins in yep. 2007 to 11 and 5 the next year. The first mm-hmm. coach and only coach to ever do that. Take him Not to, even Shula, the great Shula nope, did took that. Him to a, took him to uh, the playoffs the next year. So, um, yeah, it's kind of strange. I always hate hearing people die that young. 56. He that was, is young. He was the offensive line coach right now for the Miami or uh, Minnesota Vikings. Out of us, who doesn't make 56? Dude, don't do that. It's me. I can't. (laughs) Not right now. Uh, It's me. It's been a day. Yeah. Last week. It's been a few. Next headline. uh, Last week, uh, uh, at the media, was it, they call it Media Day? Yes. Yes. Uh, The Big 12 announced their new slogan, (laughs) The Hardest Path to the CFP. 
That's college correct. football playoff. I couldn't agree more. Can I? I I have one comment to, to make. Rowdy, I love that you're still reading these. Like this is the first time you've seen them. <laughs> Feels like the first time <laughs> yeah. I've seen them. You Feels pay, like the first. You didn't pay attention time. the first time. That's the whole benefit. No. <laughs> yeah. Feels so, like the very first. Question: time. Do you guys think the Big Twelve really is the hardest? I path think the Big to the Twelve CFP? is terrible. Yes, I think it's the hardest path to the college they football have, playoff. Okay, well, Rowdy. Not here's anymore. the thing. No, I think and, you, they don't and, have they don't have a champion. They do have a champion. But now. they don't have a, a real champion and because do they don't have divisions. That. They don't have divisions. Mm, that's what makes it hard. And do you think it's a good thing if it is true? What? That, that it's the hardest I think it's a great thing because they don't play defense in the Big 12. And I got no time for football that it has no defense. We went over this. Yes. TCU. Yeah. We've also gone over it. <laughs> yeah. We've done, I said we've went over it. Oh, we've. <laughs> we have went. We have went. That's yeah. still not right. Yeah, it is. I think grammatically. Weren't you in honors English? I was, a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, any, any other thoughts on the, on the, on the Big 12? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got a couple. I mean, yeah. They're I, also rapists. Yeah. Criminals. They're drug dealers. They bring their worst. They're not sending their best people. No, that's they're for not. Sure. Some of them are <laughs> not, good. Some of them. <laughs> uh, it's not probably as hard as the Pac-12, um, because the Pac-12 is just not as good. I mean, not anymore. That's true. The first. Well, there's Pac-12 been, there's is. There's been three playoffs, right? Four. There's been four playoffs. Who's been in it every time? Just say it. It won't hurt. Not the Big just, 12. Just get it done. Not the first year. Just get it done. Alabama. Yeah, we yeah. tied. <laughs> and they didn't even have to win their conference. So Twice. It's, it's obviously, Twice. It's, it's obviously easier to get in from the SEC than it is to get in from the Some people just recognize raw talent. That's true. That, that's that. Which I like about it. I mean, and, uh, that's I know it's supposed Poison to be. Nut fans are not liking this, but they haven't liked our podcast from the beginning, so we're not going to change now. But it's supposed to be that winners winner of the conference. Like at least that's supposed to be a tie break in. There. But didn't Georgia win the conference? Georgia won the conference last year. We're talking 2016. 2017, 2017, 18. Yeah, Georgia won the conference. What year is it? 18. Okay, so 17. It has yes. been a weekend for you. Hasn't oh it? <laughs> man, yes. Uh, yes, and the the tie break should have gone between Alabama and Ohio State, and Ohio State. Am I doing that right? Yeah, Ohio State won their conference. So the tiebreak, if all other things are equal, should have gone to Ohio State. Yes, and then the last, the year before, it should have gone to Alabama and went to Ohio State. Alabama's been in it every year. Moving on. <laughs> well, also on Media Day. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, so UNC football coach. University of North Carolina. Uh, Larry Fedora. Excellent name, by the way. Uh, so you had her. He he Mad had Hatter. some he had some opinions. He's got mercury poisoning. Yeah, that he wanted to. Some opinions. He wanted to get them off his chest. First of all, he uh, made the claim. I don't think it's been proven. You want me to do my North Carolina accent? Please, yeah, please. Okay, how, what? We got to talk about barbecue. How do too, I get? Yeah. How do I get into that? I'm like, what would be? Are a we good, trying to recreate? Yeah, I'm trying to word for word. Well, if I'm yeah. trying to get into the North Carolina and accent and not just yeah. do a, a stereotypical think, Southern accent, what's you, a phrase I should? There, I I can I can distinctly think of off the top, real quick. Mm-hmm. Sidebar. <laughs> five, maybe six unique, Southern South Mason Dixon. Oh, for sure. Accents. Mm-hmm. Okay. Louisiana. Yeah, for, oh, absolutely. Can you do them? <sighs> no, I'm okay. not even going to try. 
Louisiana's Creole, though. It's got that French thing yeah. going, you know, mm-hmm. a little muddy. So talking about, I mean, we're, we're talking about oh, a, a, a yeah. muddy river. We're talking about crawl yeah. and you know, all uh, that. Talking about crawl diving. Char- yeah, you have a character? It's yeah. a, a, a Stu Robichaux. <laughs> Stu Robichaux. Oh, I'm going to go down to Baton Rouge yeah, pick me up for crawl diving. Baton Rouge. Robichaux. Stu Robichaux. Let's just do this for the rest of the show. Uh, Kentucky. Whale? Mm-hmm. Uh, That's pretty good. You gotta talk about the coal mine. I'm a coal mine. I'm a I'm a Kentucky guy. Talking about racing horses. From the coal mine, racing horses. Papa John's pizza. Papa John's pizza. Yum Center. And then and then Kentucky. Yum Center. And then Kentucky. Just pull that down a little bit, and you're into Tennessee. So I throw Kentucky and Tennessee kind of into one. Are you going? Memphis is his own thing, though. Are you going west? Are you saying Texas? No, Texas isn't the South. Texas is Texas. Tell, yeah. t- tell Texas A&M that. Well, once again, <laughs> the maxim stands. Texas may be big, but it's all wrong. It's all wrong. Yeah. So then, so so we'll skip Tennessee because that's just kind of drawing down Kentucky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's go now to New Missouri, York. Arkansas. Um, oh, Missouri and Arkansas are their own thing too. You think so? Yeah. Bleeding into Oklahoma mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Wait, you're gonna say Oklahoma South? Well, no, I'm not going to say Oklahoma South, but I think that, I mean, the, the border is blurred. Okay. But All right, so let's go now to uh, Georgia. Mm-hmm. How about Georgia? Georgia. Georgia's smooth as yeah. glass. Yep, smooth. Peaches. Kind of. Um, well, I do declare. Yeah. Like that kind yeah. of thing. Yep. Yeah. It's the. Yeah. Grandma's going to go it's, it's in there the, and fix uh, you some dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's like the um, genteel, very genteel. Ex- yes, mm-hmm. highbrow. Yep. Now what about what, Bama? What do you call that? Curtilion. Mm-hmm. A lot Bama? of curtilion ball. Bama, you got to open your mouth real wide mm-hmm. and say roll tide. It's just real big and wide and that's, loud. That's, very that's Alabama. Yeah. Yep. ALCC. SEC. Bama. Now get into the Carolinas. Carolina, you got to get a little bit of molasses yeah, in there. It's, little, it's, it, it, bl- it's Georgia bleeding in there a little bit. Yeah, it's like a Georgia Alabama mix. South mm-hmm. Carolina's got more Blue. Bama than North Carolina. Yeah. South I Carolina like, still you got to think of old ball oh, coach Cal- a little Cal- bit. Yeah. Carolina, I'm from Carolina. I'm, yeah. I'm from I'm mm. from North Carolina. All and right, then you got v- it. No, but you okay. got it. And then Virginia. My name is, yeah. my, my, name is my name is Larry Fedora. <laughs> okay. Larry, Larry Fedora. Uh, yeah, you gotta co- drop the UN, syllable. UNC football coach. Breathy. <laughs> I don't think it's been proven that the game of football causes done been proven. <laughs> we don't really know. We don't really know that. Are there chances for concussions? Of course. There are collisions. That's spot on. <laughs> but the game is safer than it's ever been. Now. <laughs> Now, this is where he gets interesting. Well, we got here. Yeah. So, it's a failure. So the CTE thing, that got that got a decent amount Which of press. Which is true. I mean, there has no, like, it has not been proven that football causes CTE, but there is enough of a correlation between yeah. playing We got a philosophical problem here. Correlation, yeah. causation. By, by the way, yeah. I want you guys to know, I didn't find this story because I was out reading sports stories. Yeah. I just saw a headline sure. where the guy's name was Larry Fedora. <laughs> clicked on yeah, it. And, and then I, and then did I was like... Did you do the big click? Like, did you do like a whole windmill? Like, and I'm definitely yes. looking at that. He picked his was, mouse up yeah. off of the table and slammed it, was, it, it down. It was the Pete Townsend windmill. Yes, yeah. I love it. Three I love windmills it. and yep. click. <laughs> um, I love so it. He, so he said... This This was, this was to me my favorite part. He said... Um, <laughs> so he fears because of these uh, 
the, the changes in the game that we won't recognize the game of football 10 years from now. And he says, and that's what I worry about. And I do believe if it gets to that point that our country goes down too. There will be a decline in of our there will be a decline of our country. There's no doubt. There's no doubt in my mind. I think because the lessons that you learn in the game of football relate to everything that's going to happen to you for the rest of your life. And if we stop learning those lessons, we're going to struggle, and I think in some ways we're struggling more now than we ever have. Are we going to be a perfect country? No, not by any means. But I do think that the game of football has had a major impact on, on who we are as a country. And then he says, this is an anecdote. He didn't name names, but he says he not. once spoke with a general. Three-star. Lee. And, and, he asked him, <laughs> and he asked him what makes the, the American military the something. best yeah, in the world. <laughs> it's a very normal question to ask a general. Why is our, general, why is our American military now, the now best in the world? Now that I got you here. Now yeah. I got you pinned down. Right. And the general's answer was simple. The United States is the only football-playing nation in the world. That is not accurate. Yeah. So... My question for you guys is, okay. do you agree that as the game of football goes, so goes the nation? No. I sure Next hope not question. because football is going to be over in 15 if, years. Yeah, if football, I don't know what football teaches me about my day-to-day. Like if I'm at yeah, the, but the nation could be gone in 15 years too. So I'm, hey. kinda, I'm, I'm almost convinced it's gone now. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm at the bottom of a, a fumble scrum... Where I'm trying to... Break, we, this is a family show. You're breaking fingers. Yeah. Yeah. If Bill Romanowski's bending down and breaking my finger in the middle of a scrum, I'm probably thinking, oh, I went wrong somewhere. Yeah. Something something happened. How did I yeah. get here? <laughs> yes. What choices did I make <laughs> that yeah. brought me, that to, brought this me to this yeah. moment? <laughs> yes. When you're like 50 and years old. And a football coach is going to yeah. help me in that retrospective moment that I yeah. have. So. And when you're like 50 and you can't remember things. Mm. And, yeah. Or I have to wear sunglasses like Jim McMahon all right. the time because I... I and you super glue your teeth back in your head like Jim McMahon. Does he do that? Yeah. His teeth would get knocked out, and he'd put what? super glue on them and just shove them back in. Oh, my goodness. Man, for the love of the game. What kind of buzz do you think that gives you? The f- do you well, super glue right into the gums. That can't, that can't feel good on your tongue. I mean, that's got to make your tongue. That mouth feel, I just think of the residue, the excess glue on yeah. the outside. Ugh, that would bug yeah. me. But I mean, that's like... It's got to burn. That's like straight into your bloodstream, you right? Think, and you're real close to the brain, so, you, I mean, you, you think, might get high as a kite. You think when he says the teeth get knocked out, you think it's root and all? Like, you think it's the whole thing looks like a tusk? Or you think it's no. just like knocked out like you like a kid loses a tooth? Yeah. That's how I envision it in I my mind. I don't imagine the super Root glue. and all... Give up. I'm not trying to that's shove that I'm root a, back up in that hole. My uh-uh. front teeth, that's how, that's how I lost my teeth. When you fell down the waterfall? When I fell down the waterfall, I knocked out my teeth. Root, root and all? Root and all. It looked like a big old tusk. Oh, boy. Yeah. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Damn it, Shove that guy right back into my head. Did you shove him back yeah, in your head? I didn't have to use any super glue or anything. Oh. What? Yeah. yeah. Those For are real? Your, I not told you this but story. You just shoved I know this story, in. but I didn't think yeah. your front teeth were real. They're not real anymore because right. let me tell you, when it you didn't fall, take. It didn't, it didn't take. take. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you sh- when that falls out like that, you shove it yeah. back in your noggin. That's not how that, that works. That ain't gonna yeah. stay in there very well, long, friend. <laughs> I just can't imagine. Doctor Snoop. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So hey, A for effort. Right. Um, I'm. In, I mean, I'm impressed. I would have passed out. No, I would have tried. I would have shoved. I would have tried to yeah, shove him back so in it, there. It, Did it hurt to shove him back in there? Mm-mm. No, it was just a big. I mean, it was just a big hole at that point. So I fell down. For the listeners out there, I was young, Falls? in my younger days, uh, McCormick's Creek. Oh, oh yeah, it's not very high State waterfall, no. but it's fell, high enough went, onto rock. Climbed up a waterfall, 
if, uh, if we just step off, maybe ten, slip. Ten if foot. a fall can happen, though, Snoop's yeah, going to look find at it. it. Yeah. I'll find it. Yeah, it's maybe, <laughs> I'd say it's it. maybe, what, a 10 or 12 foot waterfall? Maybe 10 or 12 but feet. But teeth yeah. first, it could be two yeah, feet. Yeah, so I slipped, fell off, Oof. went face first into the water, lost my tooth. Uh, my dad shimmied up the waterfall, grabbed it, mm. and uh, we called the dentist, and the dentist said, put it back in. So we put it back in and then went to the dentist and like found some dentist that was open on a Sunday and they put a wire across the front of my teeth to hold it in and hopefully it would stay. Good God. Yeah, it didn't stay. So that's why all my front teeth are fake. That's why you can there spit you water over the top over of your top front of my, teeth, yeah, which that. is one of the rawest, baddest moves <laughs> I've ever seen. So there you go. Hey, there. anybody that can gleek, you ain't got nothing <laughs> on this guy. All right. I got a hole in my gums. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so that's what we got about for Larry Fedora. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think we kind of covered it. Um, Any guy named after a hat, there was. What do you do? <laughs> do you <laughs> listen you to do, him or not? I mean, it's fifty-fifty, right? You're named after Have a hat. Have you seen Larry Fedora without a shirt on? No, is he stacked? Ripped. Is he really? Yeah, ripped. Like the juicer guy. He. The juicer guy. Yeah, the uh, uh, Lelaine or what? What? Not Lelaine. Jack Lelaney. Jack Lelaney juicer. The juicer guy. No. Yeah. Oh no! This dude is totally doing uh, the uh, HCH cinegenics. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Where you take? Where you got the? What's cinegenics? Like, it's it's where you do the hormone therapy, and then you've got the like, you know, hot bod but old man head. You can't do anything about that. Hot <laughs> bod. Which okay, here's a question. What would you rather have, dad bod versus hot bod? No, no, no dad bod with young face. Dad bod with, with young head. With a young head or a hot bod with a sixty year old face. I do hot bod, and here's why: because you just if you have dad bod and the face, then you're just you look like a you look like a, a lumpy. Oh, fraternity. that guy. Oh yeah, dude, he is jacked. Yeah. yeah, showing him the cinegenics. I bet guy. he can. Oh, yeah, I yeah. bet he can bounce them. <laughs> Don't. We're not. I wish I could. It's bounce, a family show. I wish I could bounce my pecs. <laughs> You'll get there. You have to have pecs to bounce them, though. You'll get there. Yeah. Let's set some fitness goals. Maybe we could get there. <laughs> Should we do a like? Is this accountability? Is this the accountability yeah. moment of sports, sports, yeah. sports? Maybe we should do our first video pod and make it a. Uh, Warrior Ultimate Warrior Obstacle Course. Ooh, for like uh, a one year, one year party, we could have a a video pod. Yeah, I think we. Where you just have to do gnarly stuff how, that also how about takes being strong. Pixigan, a hot dog eating contest. Did I say that right? Pixigan. Pick 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 the, a skin from from split. Pitsigan. Pitsigan. We'll play Pitsigan. Pitsigan in the White River. <laughs> yep. Hot dog eating contest at Jean's Root Beer Stand. Mm -hmm. Okay. I like uh, where this is going. What else? What else can we play? Jump off the Blue Bridge. Grab ball. Gainers off the, the walking bridge over White mm -hmm. River. Well, uh, quick, quick For like game of grab ball. Greg Luganus type form. Mm -hmm. If you hit your head, you win. <laughs> <laughs> no. But you get a teddy bear. Yeah. <laughs> Rowdy, what else we got? Uh, well, that's it for Where's headlines. this going? <laughs> that's where it went, so... Uh, that's how we got yeah. there. Uh, Done went in there. Are we going to the, what, AFC West? AFC South. AFC South. The local, yeah. So we are getting ready for our football preview yes. here. Mm -hmm. uh, we're continuing on that. 
kind of feel like we've done this before, but yeah. nothing's changed. Going through it again. My predictions, you guys just, you guys got to promise that you'll be surprised by my predictions. Okay. All right. Go for it. I, hey. I will be. Psst, psst. Hey, oh, hey. Don't, we'll edit hey. this out. I act, don't remember act them, like, so. Act like you guys are surprised. All right. Oh, oh you have the AFC South. AFC South. Rowdy. Yes. AFC South includes the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Houston Texans. Yes. Indianapolis Colts. Yes. And the Tennessee Titans. Yes. Which this is kind of my type of division because I I always uh, am flip-flopping between mascots and cities. Yep. But this one actually includes cities and states. Oh, so you don't feel an obligation to stay with one or the other? No. Location versus mascot? Because it's forced the issue. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so here, where do you want to start, Rowdy? Uh, let's start with, uh, the Texans. Tennis, or, uh, excuse me, Houston Texans, here we go. Texas-Houstons. All right, so the AFC South, common opponents this year is the NFC East, that's the New York Football Giants, America's team, the Dallas Cowboys, Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles, and the team in Washington. Mm -hmm. And they also all play the AFC East, Mm -hmm. which is the New England Patriots, the Miami Dolphins, okay. Cuban Link, Buffalo Bills, and the New York Football Jets. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, okay. Jets. Okay, so along with those eight games plus the six games they play uh, against their uh, division opponents, that gets us to 14. So we got two wild games. Mm-hmm. The wild games for the Texans are the Denver Broncos okay. and the Cleveland Browns. Do you want me to explain this again? No, because <laughs> Snoop thinks he has some kind of formula to figure out why the wild games are wild, and I don't think he's respecting the term wild. And they're just wild, which means random. All right. Was Houston last in the division last year? Mm, yes. I don't know. I didn't write that down. They were were they? La- they were last in the division. With Even with Deshaun Watson? Remember, he got injured. Yeah, I know, but he still won like four games in a row. That's more than the Colts won, right? No. Oh. They they were last in the division, and they play the last place. So, in the first <laughs> of round... the other divisions in the conference. You're ruining everything. Let's, some all things... Right, that, all right, all right, hey, all right, some all things right. in the world just need to be it's, random yeah, and it's wild. Magical. It's magical. Yeah. Magic wild. Hey, believe it. All right? <laughs> believe it, and it will be real. All right, first-round draft pick for the Houston Texans, Justin Reed, safety out of Stanford. Uh, Third-round acquisition of note, Jordan Atkins, tight end out of uh, the national champions, Mm -hmm. University of Central Florida. Uh, Other notable additions, Tyron Matthew, safety, the Honey Badger. The Honey Badger. Sammy Coates out of of Rowdy's Auburn Tigers, wide receiver. And quarterback Joe Webb the third. Notable oh, yeah. notable Former losses. Viking. Yeah, that's right. Notable losses. Big ass pads, Royd Ragin, Brian Cushing, linebacker out of USC. Did he retire? No, he got cut. Ah. Had it coming. And Deshaun Watson returns, which Deshaun Watson beat Alabama in the national title game, Clemson Tiger. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as much as I wanted to hate Deshaun Watson, I did have him on my fantasy team. And while he was healthy, he was unstoppable. Amazing, yeah. Incredible. So... His 16-pace game last... No, 16 game pace uh, was for 864 touchdowns. <laughs> 64,000 all-purpose yards. 
It was amazing. It was an amazing season. 174,000 rushing yards. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 6,400 stiff arms. Yeah. He, he was somewhere between two and 300 touchdowns. He's it was called hard a to pin stud. Him. Yeah. Called a stud. He, yeah. I mean, All world stud. hey, I got to give it up to Dabo. Worst name in college football, but great quarterback. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Te- anyway. Texans. I don't even want to give this stat because it kind of proves uh, Snoop's thesis earlier. But their strength of schedule is 32nd. Yeah, I wonder why. Yeah, the easiest schedule in the league. Their common opponent uh, schedule from last year is 45.3%. Mm-hmm. And my prediction for their their uh, record this Nine season. And Ten and six. It's like we've done this before. Nine and seven. Yes! Nine and seven for the what? Texans. What? I'm shocked. Nine and seven for the Texans. Rowdy, where are we going next? Uh, let's go to, go Florida? to the Titans. So you want to go, okay, to the Tennessee Titans. Mm-hmm. Of Nashville. All right, Tennessee Titans of Nashville. NFC East, AFC East, and their wild games are Ravens and Chargers, L.A. Chargers. Notable additions to the Tennessee Titans. First-round pick linebacker out of University of Alabama, Rashawn Evans. Second-round pick outside linebacker out of Boston College, Harold Landry. Third-round pick uh, cornerback out of the University of Arizona, Dane Crookshank. Also notable additions, uh, Super Bowl MVP with the touchback uh, interception for a touchback Malcolm, oh, Malcolm Butler, Butler yeah. cornerback for the from the Patriots another should have run it should have run it. it hello you got Shrek yeah. in there you got Marshawn feed him Lynch. some Skittles yeah. and go yeah uh, he's got to eat that's right he's hungry <laughs> uh, also he's the key yeah he is the key he unlocks he's the everything. key that unlocks everything <laughs> nobody's ever seen that before uh, then we have another Patriot Dion Lewis running back. Uh, uh, offensive guard Quentin Spain mm. uh, notable losses and we mentioned this in the headlines the retirement of DeMarco Murray they did sign R.I.P. yeah they did sign a five year option on Marcus Mariota mm-hmm. Quack Attack mm-hmm. out of the University of Oregon mm-hmm. right? Hawaii, yeah, University Hawaii of zone. Oregon right? Mm-hmm. it's not Oregon University University, University of, of Oregon yeah. Yeah. And no other notable losses, just because he cost a lot. Matt Castle, they got rid of Matt Castle. Yeah. Matt Castle, Rowdy, for uh, went in for uh, Tom Brady after he got blew out his knee in the first game mm-hmm. of the season, and they still he won like twelve games. It was twelve oh, well. four. They still made the playoffs, and then he got. Uh, I don't think they made the playoffs that year. Who was in the in AFC East that was over twelve and four? Yeah, that, that year, year mm-hmm. I think they were third in the AFC East. I'm gonna look that up. Look it up because sure. there's no way. I no way. Had to be the Jets, Buffalo, or Miami. That, that was did the better. Jets. Bart Two. Scott year. Bart Scott. Yeah. Let guy. me look. Let me look. All right, I, look I it up. Get, get back to us. Matt Castle though, he got papered up after hmm. he did well for Matt or for uh, Tom Brady, and then it just goes to. This is the empirical evidence that Tom Brady is a system quarterback because Matt Castle was good on the Patriots, <laughs> and Matt Castle has not been good since then. So that 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 uh, solves that problem. They also had a they have had a host of coaching changes in Tennessee. Tennessee's strength of schedule is ranked thirty one out of thirty two. Common opponents are uh, uh, actually strength schedule against opponents this year, forty six point five percent. And the Tennessee Titans finished the season at 
Nine and seven. On the nose. Nine <laughs> and seven. Quick update on 2008 Matt Castle. All right. Just beep, 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 yeah. beep, beep. Got breaking, breaking news. news. It's like the Rachel Maddow show. This New is England exclusive. Patriots, they were 11 and five, and they did not make the playoffs. They were second in the AFC East. To whom? Uh, second in the AFC East. Miami? To, no. Uh, Jets. Dolph, uh, Jets. Uh, where did it? Oh, now I lost it. All right. We'll, go, we'll, we'll come back. Oh, that was that would have been two thousand eight. That was uh, what's his name, Sperano. Oh, so, Miami. Oh, yeah. Oh, so it's full circle. Yeah, yeah. that would have been him. Yeah. So they they were the listeners and, are welcome. They were eleven and five as and same as Miami, but Miami held the tiebreaker. But didn't he go to Kansas City? He with went like Kansas a twenty-five City million dollar right after that. Yeah, like it was yep. insane. But. He didn't make the playoffs. So what do you think about Jacksonville? Okay, we're going to. Ja- I was going to ask cornfields or swamps. Yep. So swamps is the answer. In a, in addition to the NFC East, AFC East, the wild games for Jacksonville Jag my Jacksonville Jaguars. Ouch! Ouch! Pittsburgh Stillers and the Kansas City Chiefs. Hmm. My Kansas City Chiefs. Notable additions. You know what's interesting about uh, all three of those teams you mentioned: mm-hmm. the Jaguars, the Steelers, and the Chiefs. Yellow. They all won their divisions. Yes, they did. Hmm, that's that's true. interesting that their wild games would have been the other division winners. Why would you root for losers? Anyway, third round pick, uh, defensive back out of the University of Alabama, notable addition, Ronnie Harrison. Mm-hmm. Uh, notable losses, lots of losses for my Jags this year. Paul Plug, R.I.P. Puzlugsny. 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 Linebacker's gone. I think he retired. Yeah, Alan he Hearns. He did. He did retire. Yeah. Alan Hearns traded. Wide receiver Alan Hearns. And tight end Mercedes Lewis. That's Mercedes, not M-A-R. to be conflu- confused with Dommler Mercedes Benz. That's <laughs> M A R. Yeah. Uh, tight end. Did he retire? He surely retired. Mercedes oh. Lewis played his entire career at Jacksonville. I don't think so. And he's like probably 12, 13 year player. Uh, notable additions to Jacksonville, and this is their weakness, Rowdy. I, I would make. I made the argument last year. If they had a quarterback, they'd have won the Super Bowl. Hmm. Uh, Mercedes Lewis plays for the Packers. Oh, he went to the Pack. Okay. Mm-hmm. Along with Jimmy Graham. Uh, additional quarterback coming in, and it's not not the answer, Tanner Lee. Mm-hmm. But seriously, if excuse me, if the Jacksonville Jaguars had a quarterback. If they did, they'd be gnarly. If if mm-hmm. they got to the AFC Championship game against the Pats, yeah, what I always say is one player can't win it for you. Not in baseball. You always or, say uh, that. B- yeah, hey, always or football. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Not God. even a quarterback. <laughs> no, but tennis, golf, one player wins. One it player wins it for sure. Even mm-hmm. in doubles tennis, there's always yeah. somebody that's better than mm-hmm. the other. Mm-hmm. Beach volleyball, same. Strength of schedule for the Jacksonville Jaguars tied for 25th. Okay. Opponents uh, strength to schedule forty seven point seven percent winning percentage, just under five hundred. And the Jacksonville Jaguars prediction. I'm gonna act as as uh, surprise, surprise ever. this time as last time. Thirteen and three. What? No way. Thirteen and three. Thirteen You're out of and your three. Mind. I Marcel agree. Darius is gonna get suspended. Not, and Marcel Darius ain't Darius first Darius. of all ain't everything. They're gonna lose to they're gonna lose to New England. They're gonna lose to Philadelphia. And they're going to lose to the Steelers, and that's it. Uh, I don't think that. No, I don't think that's right. All right, moving right. on to Indianapolis. We're going to write this down. Indianapolis, the worst team to ever root for in the history of NFL football. Yeah, that's true. 
Along with the NFC East, AFC East, their wild games are the Bengals and my black hole Oakland Raiders. Mm. Notable additions for the Indianapolis Colts. First round pick Quentin Nelson, offensive guard, Golden Domer out of the University of Notre mm-hmm. Dame. Number great pickup. Great number pick three. Up. They number three notable pick Brandon. Third round notable pick, I should say, Brandon Smith, offensive guard at of the University of Auburn. Okay. They, I mean, they for visually it looks good because they're picking up O linemen and that's what they got to protect their need, investment, yeah. right? Yeah. With uh, Andy with Luck. Andy Luck and his one good shoulder and mm. his no good beard. Anyway, <laughs> uh, they also picked up. Honestly, a fart noise of a tight end, Eric Ebron. <laughs> I mean, this guy, come on. He's coming out of Detroit, first of all. Sorry, Mike. But this guy, they lost Frank Gore running back. He went home, put on his Cuban link, went back to Miami. And they also lost Dante Mar- Moncrief, uh, Landshark, I wouldn't say that wide lost receiver. Him. They let him go. Yeah, they, they don't need him. The biggest he changes. The biggest changes for. Uh, Indianapolis has been their coaching situation. Yeah, tell us about They've it. had two they had two coaches in a week. We just got that yeah, guy from the Patriots, right? Well, and then they lost him mm-hmm. because Bill Belichick decided he wanted to keep him. So their head coach is now Frank Reich. Okay. Mm-hmm. Return of the Reich. Right. R- two Reichs make a left. And this is their Wait, he's been there. Coach I was before? trying to work it out no. to where it'd be oh. the third of something, but I just can't get there. So we'll just keep Frank Reich the first. Yeah. Uh, they also picked up a running backs coach, a secondary coach, an assistant quarterbacks coach, an assistant wow. offensive line coach, a tight end coach, a wide receiver coach, and an offensive offensive quality control. So they got a whole bunch of new daddies. If you change the new daddies, if you change <laughs> all new daddies, <laughs> if you change the emphasis on offensive. Quality control to offensive yep. quality control. That's just an HR position, the way I look at it. Mm-hmm. Strength of schedule tied for 22nd overall. Okay. Uh, opponents winning percentage is 48.4%. And the Colts finished the 2018-2019 NFL season at... 9-7. and 6-10. and 10. Not I'd, a chance they got a winning I'd go record. Worse, I'd go worse than that. I'm, 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 I'm tend, I tend to be with you, but there's oh. not a chance they have a winning season. Okay, that's it. We well, wrote it down, right? You want to? You want to? Uh, you want to hear my rankings? You want to put a wager on it? No, I don't want to put a wager on it. I don't. I don't think they're going to be much better than six and ten. Uh, they might be seven and nine, but I I wouldn't put them past eight and eight for sure. Over five hundred? Yeah, I don't think so yeah. either. So who's, who's Andy Luck throwing to? Besides Ghost, they got nobody. Yeah. Well, Eric Ebron. Eric Ebron. Yeah. So from so from worst Marlon to Mack. best, Marlon Mack. Yeah. If I'm gonna rank these guys from worst to best, what worst, are you ranking them on? Worst, Houston Texans. What are you ranking them on? Mascot. Okay. Thank you. Toro, the Texans mascot. Yeah, he's weak. Is the most generic, uh, bull mascot you could imagine. Just just a lame lame mascot. Is he Longhorn? He's just a he's just a normal looking bull, but just he's blue. Second worst is blue, the Colts mascot. Just a goofy. The only thing that's somewhat likable about him is that they went so goofy with him, and he shoots the like party favors the out party of his favors nose. Party favors out of his nose. Yeah, that's the only thing that I like. about And he does it. his and little does belly, the, jiggle the belly jiggle thing. Jiggle, yeah. So it's like they know they've got a stupid mascot, and they kind of went all in on it. I think that like. 
they did something with the fans. It was a fan vote sort of thing. Oh, okay. Or the guy, the guy who created Blue, like wrote to them and said, "This should be your mascot." This should be your mascot. And like, it was like a super lazy thing. Like, all yeah. right, that's fine. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Great. It feels like come a, on. It in. was a lazy thing. Seems like you put a lot of a lot of effort into that. Yeah. Kid, so come on in. So the second place in this division is T Rack, the uh, mascot for the Titans. Who is, is he a rapper? He is a raccoon who just looks like the biggest idiot you've ever seen. Why would a he, titan they be the ra- they a made, raccoon? He looks like raccoon. he'd stand on, on, the, on the bank of the White River and ask he for looks, a sandwich. He Pretty looks, sure if he's in Tennessee, he's just a coon. T-Rack looks like he's been smashed along the side of the road, and they even made his tongue stick out. His tongue sticks out and all the time. It doesn't go back in. Like he's I've got only uh, seen photos like of him he's got rabies. Exactly. Rabies. Like so, you're leaving out antifreeze for him to drink. You're rabid. So I kind of like that because he just they didn't go all out goofy to make him look dumb. It's just that one little subtle touch of his tongue just sticking out which I mean, you never see raccoons you, like that unless they're dead. Did you know so. that if you get rabies you're dead? Oh, cuz there's no cure. Right. Yeah. You're dead. Mm. Oh. I beg to differ. Okay. All right. Uh, so we'll save it for the pod. As a, short story as long. As I sit here with rabies, I <laughs> yeah, beg to differ. Yeah. Um, no. So it can be cured. Uh, in some cases, they will put people Pray in the a medically-induced coma. Oh. And in those cases, like, the some... So you're some still kind of dead. You Some people still don't make it, but some people have gone into the coma and, and come out fine. If you got rabies, would you be down for the coma? Or would you just oh, say? Yeah. Oh yeah, put me in the sure. coma. Would you yeah. just say, um, "This is it"? No, put I, me in the coma. Yeah, because either way, I think I think sometimes people just try too much. Sometimes this. Well, what's the difference? Your ticket's punched. I mean, but it's not. If you come out of it, you, your ticket's not punched. It seems pretty binary. What? Your ticket's either punched or it's not. And if you go in... Yeah, the, but you're not going to know the difference. You're in a coma. That's what I'm saying. That's I think Rowdy and I are saying the same thing. Like, yeah, sure, why not? And finally, coming out <laughs> on top of the... What was it? AFC West? AFC South. AFC South. Jackson DeVille. <laughs> J-A-X-S-O-N. The, Corella. The bad boy of mascots. Is the winner? You know he's a bad boy because he's a jaguar with teal spots and, and a sunglasses. blue tongue. And... And... A swimming he, pool in the stadium. And he's caused all kinds of problems. He has uh, been in trouble. He smoked uh, in the boys' to the, room. To the point where in 1998, the NFL changed their mascot rules, which made him calm down. Uh, he also, in a 2007 game against the Colts, uh, Colts president Bill Polian complained to the NFL, and Jackson was reprimanded again. What did he wow. do? I don't know. I have no idea. Speaking right. of smoking, I, I tried to find it, and the articles are the links are dead. Speaking so I don't of know smoking in the boys' room, did you guys ever smoke cigarettes in high school? No. At school? No. No. Well, I didn't either. Yeah. Well, good. That's, uh, yeah. You're making healthy choices. Well, um, I don't know about that. Only you, during school hours. One healthy yeah, choice. <laughs> only during school hours. But yeah, so I will say. Oh, this was also the mascot. I don't know if you remember this. Uh, who had the sign when they were playing the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, home of the terrible towel, which is a stupid thing, who held up a sign that said, towels carry Ebola. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. And it was in the, you know, peak, During the peak Ebola. Ebola season. And <laughs> because it's, 
you know, it's just always a blast to make fun of Africans. It, it ebbs right? and flows the yeah. Ebola season. So yeah. this this was something. This was not obviously sanctioned by the team. Oh, it wasn't. This was just <laughs> bad, bad boy Jackson. Just, the only minority owner in the league. Just shocking. He just did I think it. This he was, just did this it on his own. Pre, shot. pre. Yeah. So. Uh, so Terrible towels are stupid, though. Yeah, I'm with you. Stupid. They're stupid. I don't get it, but I don't Snoop, get it. Snoop, you're a things. pseudo Stillers fan. What do you I think don't about have a this? With it. Terrible I, I, li- towel. I like. I like any of. They them. don't have cheerleaders. I like any of them. They have a rapist as a quarterback. Like, Could you imagine meet the Me Too movement with Ben? This has to do with the towel. Ben rapist burger. What What does this have to do with just, the towel? I'm just venting my hate. <laughs> I can hear it. Yeah. So yeah, Jacksonville. If you have hate in your heart, let it out. Yeah, agreed. So, I don't think anyone. I mean, I think Snoop would even agree with that. Oh yeah, there's no, no question. All right, the, where the are we going next? Can, the only thing that can hold back Jacksonville is if they had some Blake Bortolay. Uh, no, I think he'll be fine this year. They they don't have Allen Robinson. They don't have Allen Hearns. Right? They got both of. Those I think guys. they did get rid of both the Allens. Yeah. So we go um, into NFC North. Let's keep it moving, <laughs> light and tight. This is not going to be a. We light are and running. High, we are running. Oh, long. are we? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, let's run. Yeah. Through let's this, get through so. it. All right, because we're doing this. This is the second time we've done this. Because I still have another whole long segment to get into. Okay, the so. NFC right. North. I this love is it. what we got. NFC North last year: Minnesota thirteen and three, Detroit nine and seven, Green Bay winning seven, season. Uh, yeah, winning season. We'll get into that. Yeah. Uh, Green Bay seven and nine, Chicago five and eleven. Rowdy, where you want to go? Um, the Chicago Bears. The Chicago. That's good because uh, the were, Bears. They were first alphabetically, so that's who I had pulled up. Mm. New coach Matt. Look Nagy. how organized you are. <laughs> yeah. New coach Matt Nagy from uh, Kansas City. Uh, My dr- Kansas City. Uh, I think it's probably Missouri's Kansas City. Uh, <laughs> Depends on which side of the river you're <laughs> yeah. on. I think they're on the Missouri side. Uh, are they on the Missouri side? No, no clue. I said it out loud. No, I'm I've, questioning. I've driven by that stadium, but I don't remember what state I was in. <laughs> <laughs> state of delusion. Yeah. Oh, always. Always. Uh, their draft pick, their number one draft pick, uh, number eight overall, Roquan Smith out of Georgia. He's a bulldog. That dude is the truth. James Daniels, uh, center out of Iowa, always making some good linemen yep, out there in Iowa. Absolutely. Corn fed. Um, that, those are co- sort of their big pickups. Uh so what's the skinny on the Bears? What's going on there? Well, uh, Mitchell Trubisky, yeah, coming into his second year. Mitch, old Mitch, my Trubisky. man, Mitch. Remember that? Oh yeah, book uh, burner. He's coming into his second year, and the question is, can he make a big step forward? No, no. Well, there we go. All right. So next. that question's <laughs> that question is answered. Uh, the next question was who is who is he going to throw it to? Uh, they have a new. A uh, uh, couple tight ends there. Uh, I think Trey Burton is one of them. Um, Matt Nagy from Kansas City loves to throw it to the tight ends. Could be a good fit with Mitch Trubisky and his 59.4 completion percentage. Wow. Yeah, it's not great. No. Nope. Uh, you know how many touchdowns he had last year? Mm, I'm going to say seven. You know how many interceptions he had? 13. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> So he's a, it's a one-to-one it's ratio. A, that's called a push. Yeah. Uh, so the big question there is who's he going to throw it to? Um, they've got some new uh, wide receivers in Anthony Miller and Taylor Gabriel. Um, he Taylor Gabriel. Taylor Gabriel's pretty good. Yeah, you might remember him from Atlanta. Yeah. 
So he was. He took a, over for Harry Douglas. Yes, and he was across from Julio Jones. Yeah, and so he was the little was, slot receiver. He might have even been there when Julio and Roddy White were together. He's old school at Atlanta, he, hot Atlanta. See, I don't remember how far back he. Goes. Yeah. So of course the big question uh, is he going to make the is Mitch Trubisky going to make the leap in year two? Negative. Ghost yeah, writer. we've already said that. So yeah. uh, they also signed linebacker Sam Acho. Uh, they released Sam Mike, Acho. He's pretty good. They right? released Mike Glennon and Marcus Wheaton. Quarterback these Mike Steeler Glennon. wide receivers yeah. they fade away. And their tight end Zach Miller is on the pup list as of June. Well, so he'll be back hopefully for them. Let's hope so. I'm not a Bears fan, but their offense last year. A lot of Bears year, fans around this region though. Yeah, especially in the region. Their offense last year, passing offense efficiency ratings 29th. That's what you get when you get but rid of Smokey the, Jay Cutler. But their rushing was better. 17. Who they got? Matt Forty? Uh, no, they got Jordan Howard and Tariq Cohen. Oh, Tariq Cohen. Yeah, that's Jordan right. Howard coming in. I think it's his third year, and Tariq Cohen's his second year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Cohen's more of the uh, the uh, pass back. Right. And it's like Jordan that Howard. kid out of Kansas City. What was it? Uh, the running back out of Kansas City that's unreal. Catching and rushing. I'm just going to let you go. That guy. He's good. So their rushing last year was 17th in efficiency. So they, they were not good. They were not good. Defense, which has historically been uh, their strong suit, they ranked in the top half in efficiency. That's not good for Chicago. Strength of schedule. What we got? Tied for 22nd. Eighth. Oh, yeah. not good for Chicago. 52% winning percentage from their... Uh, from their opponents. Uh, so, let's what, finish this in seven minutes. What's their? What's their? <laughs> okay, let's do it. What's their? What's their? Your prediction? Chicago. They were five and eleven last year, fifty-two percent. Who are they playing? Uh, the AFC North. Okay. <laughs> the that's NFC, all. That's they, all I they're need. They're playing the NFC North. They're playing the South. Yeah. Okay. NFC South. Let me look here. They're playing the AFC East. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they're playing the Los so that's Angeles. two losses. And the NFC West. NFC West is one or two losses. Uh, and they probably... And their wild cards are whoever placed last in the NFC division. So See, they're not playing. That doesn't help me at all. Um, <laughs> I, give them Giants, six, I give them six wins this year. The Giants and... I gotta look through this real quick. Six and, and Tampa ten. Bay. Six and ten. Oh, Six. they're playing Jebu. Six and ten. No, they're not playing uh, Jebu because he. Because uh, well, he's suspended. He suspended that game for groping an Uber driver. Yeah, he suspended that game. You got me. All too. right, here we go. Next one. Where are we going? Uh, Say Detroit. Detroit. That's a good choice. <laughs> New coach Matt Patricia. Detroit. Who they pick City. up? They picked up a uh, lineman Frank Ragnow out of Arkansas. Their big pickup. Razorback. Uh, 43rd pick overall, on Johnson from Auburn, War Eagle. Oh, that kid's the truth. They also picked up a defensive tackle out of Alabama, Deshaun Hand, and a running back. You're ready out to get pancaked. And a, and a running back out of San Diego State, Nick Balden. Aztec. Yeah, that, who can turn out some running backs. So Detroit. Yeah, they really can. Tony yep. Gwynn. Matt Stafford's back. He's Tony Gwynn. Did you just say Tony? He, Gwynn? Wasn't he the baseball coach at, uh, before he died at San Diego State? <laughs> He was the baseball coach yeah. in City. Yeah. <laughs> he also played for the Padres. But, uh, that's uh, what you get for chewing tobacco. Yeah. Matt Stafford is back. 
Woo! Uh, woo! Yep. Um, carry on, Johnson Matt is Stafford. the big is the big news. Carry on, carry on, my carry wayward on, son. Yep, because they have Theo Riddick and Amir Abdullah, who has kind of been a just a Abdullah's disappointment. Just kind of a bust yeah. at this point. Theo Riddick, Riddick has was flashes, injured. but Riddick was injured last year, so he yeah. didn't play very often. Um, so Johnson is set to see most of the carries. That kid's that kid's real the real deal. They they tagged Ziggy Ansai, their okay. defensive end, uh, out of BYU. Yeah. Um, and the defensive line, Akeem Spence is back. Sylvester Williams is uh, poss- is possibly going to step up. Ashawn Robinson. Roll Tide. He's he's coming in. You almost Hope- said it. See what you did there? No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't even close. So we'll we'll, we'll play back the tape yeah. later. Yeah, we'll r- see. R- 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 right, 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 right. <laughs> uh, their defense last year. Uh, against the pass 16th in efficiency and 20th in rush so not good hopefully they can step it up this year but you know what i like about matt stafford he's a he's a gunslinger he's a bet brett favre in in terms of style he is a gunslinger. he just throws it i love passing offense the offense efficiency in passing ranked 11 problem is he doesn't have megatron anymore he doesn't he has golden tate out there how am i golden Tate? how am i how am i golden tate Exactly. And their pass, I'm sorry, their rushing ranking was 30th. Oh. Yeah. Atrocious. Between Abdullah and Who was 32nd? The Colts? Probably. Yeah. Uh, actually, I could look that up real quick if you, if you, if you really All right. want me my to. Predi- did you just ask for my strength prediction for Detroit? <laughs> strength of schedule. Ranked second. And strength Yikes. of schedule. 53.5% winning. God. Uh, what's your... 56% of so, opponents? This, if... Well, tell me what you what your prediction is. Now, tell me again, real quick. They're playing the NF- AFC East and the NFC West. I think that's what you said. Yeah, NFC West and AFC East. Uh, Detroit Rock City. Um, Take your time. Seven and a half. I give them seven and a half wins. That's you. you so, like seven wins and a tie. Seven and nine. Oh, I give them. Uh, I'll say nine and seven. Okay, that'll be the first time they've had back-to-back winning seasons uh, since nineteen ninety-four, nineteen ninety-five. Schwartz still there? No, they have Matt Patricia. Oh, I give them four wins. <laughs> <laughs> just hate, just yeah. hate, just hate. Hate is strong. All right, Rowdy, where are we going next? Uh, let's do Green Bay. Green Bay, good choice. Uh, they got Jair Alexander out of uh, Louisville as their first overall pick, and Josh Jackson. He's a cornerback. And then I like Josh Jackson. Josh Jackson. Yeah. Uh, so they went back to back cornerbacks. They needed it. Uh, they also picked up with their. Put him in there with haha. Uh, their 172nd pick <laughs> overall, Alabama's punter, J.K. Scott. 6 6 out of uh, Denver, Colorado. That kid's the truth. <laughs> Bigger pick up is number the two hundred seventh pick uh, out of Notre Dame wide receiver Equinemius St Brown. Equinemius St Brown. There's no way he's bigger than J.K. Scott. ESB. Great, great name. Str- what do you think about that name? Right. You didn't have a reaction no. because you really hate the Golden Domers, which I yeah. appreciate about you. Yep. Equinemius. Equinemius St Brown. So is St ha- Brown like the last name? St Brown is his last name. Okay. How do you spell it? Equinemius. Equinemius. Just E-Q-U- like it sounds. <laughs> E-Q-U-A. Let me guess. E-Q-U-A. Nemius. Nemius. N-I-M. 
E-O-U-S. You nailed it. Wow. Slow clap. S- spelling bee champ yeah. for weird names. You didn't say equinemius after you spelled it, though, so I'm going to have to hit the bell. Can I use it in a sentence? Uh, um, <laughs> I think I punctured my equinemius. So they come back with a very bad... Language of origin. <laughs> a very bad uh, passing defense, so they picked up those two cornerbacks. Their rushing defense was not as terrible, uh, but their overall offense was they're pretty bad. Some, they're having they some pretty bad. Well, without they're Aaron having some Rodgers. problems with linebackers. Aaron too. Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers is back. He, he was hurt last year. That's so, true. So that should uh, step things up. Is he? Quite he a bit. Who's he with now? Danica Patrick. They also picked up. Is that true? This is their TMZ segment here. I'm oh. pretty sure he's with Danica. Patrick. They also picked up Jimmy Graham out of Seattle and Mercedes. Good luck Lewis. with that. Mercedes Lewis will help them. Yep. Uh, Jimmy Graham, outside of New Orleans, I'm not a believer. A couple years ago, if you remember, their uh, running back got hurt. So Ty Montgomery, well, three of their running backs got hurt. So yeah, Montgomery one of them was Eddie Lacy. The Ty Montgomery stepped in. Uh, he was a wide receiver. He is now their starting running back. He was back. awesome, yeah. Aaron Jones is their backup, and Jamal Williams. I think Jamal Williams just got suspended uh, for four games, too. PEDs. So they have... Uh, their running back core is not great, and they No, it's uh, atrocious, really. Yeah, and they did not rank well last year in rushing. They ranked 30th in... I'm sorry. They're, it, they ranked 25th in a... F- this makes me. Efficiency. This makes me think that Demarco Murray re, like retired, retired, and not just like didn't get any yeah, offers. Yeah, no, he well because the Colts were talking about picking yeah. him up for a long time. Yeah. No, I think that he said he I'm just done. quit. I'm done. Yeah. yeah, I don't have it in me. Yeah, uh, so that's that's all I got for that. Just because we're running out of time. So. And now we go to the Minnesota Vikings. Well, hold on. Strength of schedule. Oh, for right. The Green Bay Packers. Oh, prediction. Number one. Fifty-three point nine percent. One. Number one. Uh, yeah, because they have the Minnesota Vikings in there, 13-3. Uh, n- number one, 53.9% winning uh, percentage from their opponents. They play the NFC West and the AFC East. Well, what is your prediction? Ten. Ten wins. I like it. Ten and six. Minnesota Vikings. They have a gentleman by the name of Kirk Cousins coming to them. Sure do. How do you yeah. like that? Yeah. I like it quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> I like it quite a bit. Not RG3, but Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins only four had... Four-year starter at Michigan State. Yeah, and Kirk Cousins has only had 1,000-yard receiver in his career. Uh, Jordan Reed, tight end. Really? Yeah, so it should be interesting. They've got uh, two good tight ends. They don't have a lot of great big wide receivers, so... And they just um, gave up on Teddy Two Gloves, didn't they? <laughs> they had to. I yeah. mean, he sat out a year. So he went to the year Jets. year and a half, yeah. He went to the Jets. Um, oops, that I just hit something. Well, on the computer screen. So yeah, no, no, wraps it up. They were thirteen and three. They almost made it to the uh, Super Bowl, and their strength of schedule is. Uh, I'll wrap this up quick. Their strength of schedule is tied for eighth with the Chicago Bears. What's their record? Twelve. Twelve. Twelve and four. Mm-hmm. Okay, got it. Okay, that's fine. Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback. Okay, I'm done. You know who's coming out on top? I'm not going to go through all of them. I don't know. Let's wrap it up. Packers. Let's go. Here's one. Oh, faster. Cheesehead. Can you go faster? Cheesehead. Wrap Over it up, here. Rowdy. You wrap like it up. Packers. Rowdy, wrap it up. No mascot. <laughs> they're, so, they're so sure of themselves. They don't need a mascot. Publicly owned 
uh, the only publicly owned team as well. And I'm, I'm going to go back to the Golden Domer, Equinemius, because I found out his full name. Uh-huh. Equinemius Tristan Imhotep J. St. Brown. He has two brothers, Amun-Ra Julian Haru St. Brown and Osiris Adrian Amun-Ra St. Brown. You know what their dad's name is? John Brown. John Brown, the uh, Yankee terrorist that burned down Harper's no. Ferry? He, yes, that what one. Different he guy. is oh. <laughs> actually a, a uh, shape-shifting... Lizard uh, person. Uh, lizard person. Who I was going to say, doesn't Equinemius St. Brown sound like the scientific name for some kind of lizard? It does. I mean, so yeah, based on the strength of names and strength of just being so sure of themselves, they don't need a mascot to help people <laughs> up. Packers. All right. All right we're, hey, good. write it down. Rowdy's a cheese head. Let's do this. Uh, Rowdy. Yes. What do you got? Well, this weekend... I went to wrap it up, Roddy. The city of St. Louis. Oh, home of the Cardinals, Missouri. former home of the Rams, uh, home of the Blues. Wrap it up. It home of barbecue. City. Oh, home of Mississippi. Home of the Mississippi no, River. No, no, home of the paddle boat. No. Mark Twain's largest city. So, did you hear he said home of barbecue? I did hear. So, yeah. <laughs> Are we going to do the mustard we, vinegar we, we, we thing again? Need, we don't need to go into all that because you're wrong. But <laughs> what I would like to talk about Gateway is... to the West? Okay, that's right. Yeah. Newest National Park, too. I'd like to talk yeah. about a different city. Messing up my ratios yeah. here. You'd like to talk about what? I'd like to talk about a different city. And I'd like to talk about North America's first city. North America's first city? Mm-hmm. Okay, hold on. Let me think about this. North America's first city. Okay, we talking about first, like, European city? No. Nope. Oh, we talking about Cahokia? Oh, we're talking Cahokia. All right, boy. Largest city in the world at one time, they think. Yes, so. So dope. I got to get there. For those of you who yes. don't know. Just East St. Louis, just across the river yep. from St. Louis, and it's just in a little Illinois. north of, of uh, East St. Louis is the city of Cahokia, which peaked between Talking about mound builders, like ten fifty to twelve fifty A.D. Tune out now because we're going for another hour. Oh, yeah. Let's do this. So Cahokia, at its peak, had a population between ten and twenty thousand, which was Incredible. larger than London was Incredible. at that time. Yep. But not only that, now. Researchers actually think that the city expanded both down into East St. Louis and across the river into what's now St. Louis, wow. which would have put the population over 50,000 people. Jeez. And so when you when you go there now, they've got like, I think it was 2,200 acres or so that are protected by the state park. Well, that's and huge. Yeah. There are just mounds everywhere. All over the place. The complex is hundreds, enormous, yes. Hundreds. And then the biggest one is what they call Monk's Mound. Yep. And it is a hundred foot tall. You know, here in Indiana we have mounds that are usually circular, they're dome shaped. These mounds And we're talking probably between ten and twenty feet on the north yeah. in terms of this, the height. This is yeah. massive. Right. Like, this is just massive. Right. And it's um, and it's not it's not your typical circular 
uh, dome shape. This is it's a pyramid. Right. It's basically a pyramid. Is it a step pyramid? So it, it it's actually on on different terraces. So okay. You go up one set of stairs. Uh-huh. The closest thing it looks like is like a Mayan pyramid. So the the uh, Yucatan, Central mm-hmm. American, Mexican yeah. stuff. But yeah. But instead of build, being built out of stone, it was built out of dirt. Right. Now, is it true that part of it collapsed and it has been refurbished? Uh, you know, some of the mounds had been. Okay. And so some of them they have they have excavated and then rebuilt. This yeah. one. They're built with clay cores, the way I understand. Yeah. It. Yeah. Yep. And and all you know, obviously built by hand, just people right. carrying baskets. baskets. Exactly. Um, but uh, yeah. So it was a super fascinating. We got to start our mound building podcast, right? Oh yeah. This, yes. Well, yes. and so what's really interesting too is not only was Cahokia a major city, mm-hmm. but it was essentially an empire. And if you look at where you know similar mounds can be found, and other you know the type of pottery, everything else, it it extends up into Minnesota, yep. Wisconsin, it Alabama, extends, oh yeah, all Louisiana, the South yep. Coast, all the yep. way basically to South Carolina, into mm-hmm. Oklahoma, parts of Texas, West Virginia, Ohio. It, I mean, it, it yep. was a good quarter of the U.S. at least that was all. Uh, in this same cultural group, the Mississippians and Cahokia was like the core. What's interesting and how this ties into this podcast is they played a sport, which we call chunky. So that's what we we, call it. Chunky. We call it that. Well, so basically here's what happens. It's like sumo wrestling stickball. So the, the, uh, (laughs) So when Cahokia collapsed around in the, like the 1300s yeah, or so. I was going to so, say 1213, yeah. Yeah, so, it, so Cahokia collapsed, was basically abandoned. But down in the southern states, in Florida, in Alabama, in Louisiana, mm-hmm. that Mississippian culture stayed the way they kind of built their cities. So these traditions continued for a few hundred more years. So when the Europeans first came over, they're essentially meeting you know culturally the descendants of the people from Cahokia and so they played this game which some of the tribes called chunky there's different names sure but essentially with chunky you have a what we call a discoidal which is just like a stone it's basically a puck so this is what the I'm going to show these guys a picture you can't see it because (laughs) you're not here sorry sorry chumps damn look at those Uh, Uh, but yeah Projectile points. So the, these are basically pucks that have. They concave. look kind of like um, hand carved shallow bowls. Shallow bowls. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's yeah. the same on both sides. So they're a few yeah. inches. Oh, okay. A few inches wide, made of stone, uh, just a stone circle. And then, yeah, kind of hollowed out on each side. Well, is that so concave? Concave, yeah. yeah. And what we can tell based on how. Uh, people were playing when the Europeans arrived, essentially you would have a person who would kind of be on their knees and would roll this puck. And then you would have other guys who would throw sticks like eight foot long, at least sticks. And they would try to throw the sticks and guess where the stone was going to roll. And so whoever could get their stick, 
oh. the closest to where it landed. So it's like bocce. Mm-hmm. Kind of, yeah, I was just thinking that. It's a little yeah. bit like bocce, but instead of like... Great, wrap it up. With bocce, you throw the thing, <laughs> and, and, then, oh. uh, and, then you, and then once it's landed, then you try to hit that. They're throwing it as the stone is rolling. They're throwing their So they're trying to predict where it's stuck. Okay. And they're constantly moving. So once someone threw it, they they'd throw it, pick the stone up, throw it again. Wild. And it was a gambling sport. Do they play it for the love of the game? Well, like they play it for that quan. Uh they seem to have play been for that actually wampum, ad- addicted uh because there were stories some of the Europeans actually wrote stories about how uh, people would bet, uh, you know, their their clothing, their pipes, their beads. They'd bet everything, and then even and granted, this is in like the 1700s that they're talking about this. But uh, people would even uh, go home after they've lost, borrow a gun, and then shoot themselves. Well, yeah, but you got to remember, this is what 300 years after contact, mm-hmm. so they've lost their entire village mm-hmm. to the to uh, smallpox. But so what do they got to lose? But these guys, I mean, it <laughs> Except was they close. It was potent like a you know, there there was a chance that like we don't know, but some of the people who lost could have been killed. And in some of the like um, artworks that show chunky players, they'll show what they think are human scalps uh-huh. on their belts. Uh-huh. So I don't Is know that if that's like betting? the people that they that they beat. One quick yeah. Total nerd out on yeah. that. Did you know that scalping was uh, invented by the British? I did know that. No. Yeah. Hmm. James Axtell, hmm. guy out of William and Mary, he wrote wrote an article about how, it, and it's it, it's gone through history where in the Korean War they counted noses and in Japanese they counted left ears huh. and things and these are just a body count. Thing so that was actually so a Europe. It was actually a European hmm. scalping, right. as as much as it's part of the Native American mono myth now. That was actually European huh. European technique. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, so this so at this site, you know, I don't know if they killed players after they lost, but one of the mounds Damn, that they found, <laughs> they there was they actually one of the mounds when they excavated they found the remains and this isn't a big mound they found the remains of 272 people wow and many of those people had been killed this is at cahokia at cahokia wow and there's actually a male and female that are buried there and so those pictures of the stones uh-huh they were buried with those really yeah which is rare because there's actually a report from one of the early um, Europeans who came basically said uh, the stones that they used, um, this is his quote, he says, they're kept with the strictest religious care from one generation to another, and they're exempted from being buried with the dead. They belong to the town where they're used, and they're carefully preserved. Is there a thought experiment somewhere in here? Well, it, we will get We're to that. We're talking about ancient sports. Yeah. Not ancient, but history. Uh, so you old wanted to sports. rush everybody else so you could. No, we're past an hour. So I'm trying to get us in before before the end of our before we we're keeping right. it light and tight. What do you have against past cultures of North America, Snoop? Is that what he it felt is? like? I rushed him. He's bitter. He's mad. It's okay. I am a little. Frustrated. Well, we'd already frustrated. We'd already heard what you had to say. Yeah. <laughs> I know clearly. <laughs> So, uh, the interesting one of the interesting things though is Cahokia. They had this grand plaza in front of this monk's mound, the giant pyramid, basically, 
and that's where they would play. They had a, a chunky court built into that segment. And from what we can tell, this sport actually spread from Cahokia to all these villages. So there's oh. even a, there's even some some researchers think that chunky was actually used to as like one way to spread this culture around and that it could have been a thing where Interesting. people would come from these different cities that had mm-hmm. been inspired by this culture and then come to Cahokia and play. So it's kind of the first like World Cup type of yeah, thing, tournament like kind of yeah. uniting yeah. this uniting this culture. Now here's where it gets interesting. Finally. Enter <laughs> Ray Stanford, uh, amateur Ray Fedora. Amateur paleontologist <laughs> and archaeologist. Now this guy Hey, I got mad respect for amateur anything. This guy has made some amazing discoveries. His best dinosaur discovery, so he combs the riverbeds of in Maryland and he's found huge chunks of you know old like riverbed or 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 beach Uh that there's just hundreds of dinosaur footprints with mammal footprints running alongside all this crazy stuff like he's made some amazing this is your neck of the woods i don't live in maryland but your people come from that area yeah now ray is also a an aologist I've never heard of this. What is an AAologist? Well, and and it's it's someone who studies AAOs, anomalous aerial objects. Oh, here we go. I now, have been watching Ancient Aliens lately. Ray has been finding so in in Western Illinois, <laughs> a little bit north of Cahokia. Uh huh. They have you need found a hobby, man. <laughs> my hobby is ancient aliens. <laughs> okay. They have found these discs, which no, this is my wheelhouse. Which are made of magnetic hematite, or hematite magnetite. So it's slightly magnetic stone. Uh-huh. And Ray claims that these discs would have taken hundreds of hours to shape. And the reason he's interested is because these discs look like a classic, like 1950s UFO. So instead of being the concave sides, oh for sure, they've got a dome on one side. They're more disc shaped, and they've got a little dome on the top. I mean, and then like little um, uh, divots, divots or around, yeah, imprints, around the sides, yeah. basically where. Why, why are you over here yawning? Why Why aren't you interested in this? He's oh, look, he got Cahokia pulled up right now. He's reading. He's reading. He's reading. All right. Hey, Lay off. hey, hey, my bad. All right. Good now, God. I'm just letting the man talk. Yeah. And, you know, do unto others as you want them to do unto you kind I'm of keeping, thing. Oh, I'm keeping, see, I'm here keeping, it is. Yeah, yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to hatch this out after the show. Yeah. Uh, but do unto others as you do unto you because so I can hold it over you later. So Ray's theory. <laughs> I didn't say anything. Ray's theory is he thinks that these discs that look like UFOs are older than the traditional chunky stones. And his theory is that these these were originally created as like religious objects or mm-hmm. like totems mm-hmm. that were modeled after things that these people were seeing in the sky. Okay. And that the game of observational chunky, art where you throw this where you roll the to disc land. and then you throw the stick he says that that was their way of reenacting what they were seeing in the skies where the disc shaped object is being 
intercepted and met by the mothership. Oh. And that over the hundreds oh, of years, man. that the, that the, um, uh, because like I said, these stones, he said it would have taken hundreds of hours. He thinks even that those divots originally had like mother of pearl inlays, which would uh-huh. make them even look more UFO like, but, but he thinks that, <sighs> wow, as the, you know, hundreds of years passed that these stones took that simpler shape and became the kind of concave sides so then eventually you just have these people playing this game, which essentially is like a game that they're gambling on and becomes like this, it's a sport, it's just a game. So it devolves from what was originally this like religious ceremony well, based on things they were seeing yeah. in the skies wow. to, uh, to a game. So wow. it lost the symbolism, but it kept the, the, the act, game, the game part. Of yeah. It. Which a lot of our games which like is typical. chess, yeah, which is and typical. War. Like the games, the games mm-hmm. that like chess was based on, like a lot of those games, they were symbolic. They were religious right. aspects, and then right. they turned into just a game. I so. love this kind of stuff. I love this period of history. Zero to twelve, thirteen hundred is so dope, especially oh, yeah. in North America. Yeah. So that's it. That's all I got. I just thought that what was What was it called again? Chunky. Chunk, chunky. Yep. Why do they and why do they wear the hat? Uh, oh, there's a hat? Yeah, there is. What's like, the hat like made a, of? There's like it's a, a pillbox hat. Yeah, there's a cone shape. You got kind a of, picture? Yeah, kind it of. It doesn't uh, have a picture. Oh. No. Well, I mean, there is. So uh, there are statues. Okay. Uh, so, so almost there's, like a top knot, like an Asian top knot. Mm-hmm. Look at that. But yeah, there were. That's there, incredible there were sculpture. Yeah. So Look there, at that, there, Snoop. So there Look are statues out. like. That's, yeah, that's awesome. awesome. I'm showing yeah. a picture of a statue that was found in it's Oklahoma, but based on the. Oklahoma? St- it was found in Oklahoma of someone rolling it a chunky moved, stone. But yes. But the yeah. stone is from Cahokia. This one. This they one think was, it was made in Cahokia. This one was found in Georgia. Look at the craftsmanship yep. of that. I mean, we're going to have to share some of this, but that's incredible. Yeah. So well, the, we we have uh, we have artifacts here in Anderson that are from uh, Yellowstone. Oh yeah, the um, what do you call it? The um, obsidian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so people would travel thousands of miles. And it was it was not traded. It w- they have they have determined that it was brought here directly because it has native pollen still mm. attached to it. So the argument is that if it were traded, that pollen would have been rubbed off and, and it would have been, if it were handled that much as a traded item, that you wouldn't have had the, that uh, native pollen from uh, mm. Wyoming. Hmm. So the, the theory is that people walked about 1,600 miles to get that obsidian and bring it back to well, the mountain side Well, Michigan Anderson. and getting mm-hmm. their copper. and Right, yeah. Minnesota, mm-hmm. big copper mines. I applied for a job at a native copper mine in Minnesota once. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's really all I've got. I just, if you're in if you're in St. Louis, it, Check it, it, out. it will take you. I, I got to get there. From I, I downtown St. Louis. It's it, on the it Illinois takes, side, right? Right, It's on the exactly. Illinois side. So from East downtown St. Louis, St. Louis, technically. Yeah. it takes only like 15 minutes to get there. Mm-hmm. And if you're heading, What's the entrance fee, Rowdy? It's for free. Our, for our it's viewers, a, it's our free. listeners. It's free. It's, it's a state, free. It's a state park. Yeah. And you can donate in the in their interpretive center where they have all these art. Like you can see 
so I saw these chunky stones that were buried with the the uh, the couple in that uh-huh. mound and all the arrowheads that were buried with them, everything else. So dope. And uh, yeah, it's totally free. You can roam around the grounds. You can, you can climb, you can climb, climb Monk's Mound. mound right. and, then, and then you can donate to... If you donate to the museum, basically, you will help them purchase more acreage for the park. Because the crazy thing is, you go a block east of the park uh-huh. and there's a trailer park. Wow. And underneath that trailer park Who would have knows? been houses. Sure. There are other mounds All kinds of stuff. that are located around. And so Yeah, right now t- the park is only twenty two hundred acres. Yeah. And they think that it would have wow. that, that contains eighty mounds already. Yeah. And some have been completely destroyed. Yeah. But and if it goes as far as Rowdy's saying Oh yeah. Well, to put well, that they, in perspective, under... I, th- I think Mounds Park is 260 or 280 acres, and they have that's here in beautiful Anderson, Indiana. That's right, and they have 10 earthworks. Yeah. Now, when you when you drive in, you're just and not only do they have the mounds, they have uh, like I think five wood hinges that they've discovered. So they would set up circles of, of mm-hmm. wood posts where they could track the solstices and different astronomical events that is one of still the great mysteries of humanity what they were doing yep yeah i think fascinating i think they were i think they were mayans (laughs) your yawn tells it all sir i'm sitting here reading about (laughs) mile 72 i think it's what yeah it's almost midnight they call them america that's early for us second time i've done this show for your information let me just say I appreciate you guys coming back uh, all the way up here. I was willing to come down there, but you guys came up here. We did. Oh, I did. And we I, nice, I didn't notice that nice in the text. I, I said when and where. <laughs> it was, yeah, it wasn't in there. It wasn't yeah. in there. Huh? Well, it should have been because I said when and where. Yeah. Mm. Because I could have just assumed that you were coming up here. Yeah. But I said when hey, and where. Here. So yeah. I'd come to. I don't mind. I've, I've come to Holy Cross or I'd come to Sobro. Yeah. Hey. Well, hey, that's all I got. Did you show this map? This is where all yes, the, mm-hmm. how, I've seen that map. Yeah. So even in so Indiana, dope. here in southern Indiana, Angel Mounds down on the Ohio River is yeah. a Mississippian site, and they actually had those flat top pyramids with the structures on top, and mm-hmm. it was a decent sized little. You city. know, the ones here are not Mississippian. Yeah. So the yeah. the mounds here in Anderson are an older culture. Adina Hopewell. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's a whole Well, they're probably more, well, it's hard to say because the Hopewell really kind of converted the Adena, so it's hard to say Mm -hmm. what they are, but they're older than the stuff in the South, Mm -hmm. these terraced places, yeah. Yeah. Rowdy, what's your sports week look like? What's the rest of your week look like? Oh, boy. Where are you going? What are you doing? Uh, What are you listening to? What are you reading? Well, it's only... Anything with a hat in the name? It's only Monday, so... Fedora? uh, yeah, any articles Pillbox. that strike my fancy. <laughs> yeah, ten gallon, um, ten gallon, <laughs> anything. Um. Tam. <laughs> what are those? A fez? Yeah. <laughs> Visor. I, I got nothing really, going on really this week. Anything. Nothing. Oh, okay. Absolutely no? nothing. I'll put in one more plug. Okay. If you're in St. Louis, go St. To Louis the, is a great town. Go to the City Museum. Yeah, it's I've heard Cardinal nothing stands. but good things about the city museum. It was amazing. I won't spoil it. You just have to. It's. It. I can't even really. It's like an it. obstacle course for to, adults. You just have to go and experience it for yourself. It's un. It's unreal. Nice. So that's yeah, man's second most amazing achievement behind Cahokia. Okay. So how well, about you, Reed? That, what that you, is. What do you got? I've got a little bit of. Oh yeah. Oh, man. 
going to that? I'm not going to Wednesday that. night, I'm, I'm going to the Queen City on the mighty Cincinnati River. <laughs> Radiohead. Oh, Man. where are they playing? Uh, indoors. USA Bank or something. I don't know what oh, it's really? called. But they're playing in. Yeah, because their lasers require... Pew, 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 their pew. lasers require indoor... I've seen Radiohead actually. I've all, I've seen them twice, mm-hmm. and I've only seen them outdoors. Yeah, same here. I think I've so seen them three or four times. It's I'm been ready outside. to see them indoors because yeah. I'm ready for the because the laser show melted my face oh, yeah. the first two times outdoors. Oh, their stage is always the ribbons of rain like when yeah. they rain. Oh, dude, I'm ready. I'm ready to go Wednesday okay. night. So, well, so Wednesday night I'm I will so be. In, that's why we're recording early. I wish that that's was why my we tried week. to do well, two podcasts last week because. Uh, Snoop will tell you what he's getting ready to do, but I'm going to Radiohead yep, on Wednesday heading, in Cincinnati. I'm heading up to the land of 10,000 lakes, <laughs> Minnesota. Mm, so dope. Yeah. Uh, spend some time What on the lake? lake? What uh, lake? Big Marine Lake. Big Marine. Mm, yeah. Okay. It's kind of in between... Uh, Bloomington Min- and uh, Minneapolis? Minneapolis and Stillwater is okay. the town near I there, went so. a little far south. Going there. Uh, the tour wraps up this weekend, Tour de France. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Are they in the mountain stage right now? They are in the mountains. Uh, they had a day off today. Um, so What's that about? That's they have some to weak fly. sauce. It's yeah. not a they, get, it's, well, they get two well, days off. And, and it's doing... not a... Cont- I always thought it was like a continuous race, but they'll do things where it's like they drive around in like the northern part of the country, and then mm-hmm. they fly down to like southern France. Oh, for real? Yeah. yeah. I it's didn't know not, that. It's not, it's not one continuous. Line. It's not oh. a continuous line. They'll do yeah. different parts. I had yeah. no I mean, idea. Granted, they do big stretches. Plenty of time but, do yeah. EPO on those private jets. <laughs> yes. No one's watching. You're There's right. Like th- it's kind of like three seven-day races mm-hmm. in uh, different areas. Really? Has yeah. it always been like that? No, I'd say in the past. Well, I don't like know. Like when they were turning the wheel around to go uphill. Yeah. Like it wasn't I like don't that. know. I've only really like watched it in the past 10 years. I mean, yeah. Like, it's they could have taken like trains. That. And it's not always in all of France. It's like sometimes it takes place in other countries. Like really? Like in Italy or hmm. something. Yeah. Oh, that's right. They do change the course. Of my them, mind is blown. It's not the same course every year. No, it's not the same course every oh, year. My mind is blown. Yeah. So that's mm. that ends this Sunday. Tour to Europa. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Uh, so that's all I got going on. Hmm. Yeah. And You're just gonna watch the tour. Yeah. From the lake. From the lake. I'm gonna watch. What a- kind of a- okay? What kind of sports activities might you sports partake activity? in? At well, we're not what, bringing the yak. What lake Why don't was you introduce it? Something we're not. What lake was it? Lake Big Mac- Marine Lake. Big Marine. Get oh. a tennis ball. Introduce. We some do some bocce. Game. We do that. Ooh, I like bocce. That game where you, uh, the throw, rope. Throw the ro- the ring on the rope, rope balls. Yeah, try and rope on balls, the three yeah. things. What? Not, oh yeah yeah yeah. What is that? I don't know what that's called. Hillbilly golf. Is that? That's no, what I was that, told. Right. Not the rope. The two balls on the end of the rope with three sticks. This is a rope that has a ring on the end that's attached okay. to a rafter, oh. and you try and swing it like a pendulum onto a hook. Oh, that sounds. That stupid. sounds like some it's northern weird. midwestern action. Hard. That sounds like something a crazy person. It was. Invent. It was right out. At, it was at the front of World of Beer when we were there the other day. Hmm. Oh, they have a little one. They got cornhole up there in the northern regions. I we haven't played cornhole there. We played bocce. Do some yakking. I'm not bringing the kayak because we are actually stopping in Madison, Wisconsin, hoping to see Camp Randall. Just kind of drive by it. What's that? Uh, it's where uh, the Badgers play. Madison's a great town. Yeah. I went up there once uh, probably 10, 12 years ago and saw Dolly Parton. Ooh, that'd be It was awesome. Yeah. Madison is a cool town. About two or three pretty good-sized lakes up there. Probably. Hmm. 
Yeah, and the campus is beautiful. Yeah, I wanted to just yeah, at least campus drive is by the super campus. cool. Yeah, and they have a free zoo. So we're oh, really? That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah. So you so got to look at sad on. animals in captivity. Yeah, zoos are unethical. Isn't it I- ironic that that's it? We children did. love sad animals Episode in captivity. Forty-eight. We did sports <laughs> as always. I want to thank our production guru Mikey Jetbelly Music for the Mike's and Sage advice, <laughs> and the commissioner Brandon Casper. Look at that gorilla. If you uh, like the show, head over to Facebook and give us a big thumbs up or share it on Twitter. I think that tiger's crying. You can yeah. also find us on Instagram. Why is he just sports, pacing? Sports, sports, pod. <laughs> Email us at sports, 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 pod at gmail.com and Twitter at sportsx3pod with any questions, headlines, or topics you want to discuss. And don't forget to rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. While you're there, you can also subscribe. New episodes will be there every Thursday where we will ask, how about some sports? I'd just like to say, (laughs) in the words of Tim Tebow, you guys came back up here and I appreciate it. My hammock bone. (laughs) How about it? (laughs) 